This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Show my talk one zero seven one everything entertainment. Of course, June is Pride Month. We got a lot going on. Family Fun Day is coming up on June sixteenth. That'll be at the Como Park East Pavilions. And the following weekend, it is the Pride Festival. That will be in Loring Park, June twenty second and twenty third. You can sign up for the Rainbow Run. That'll be the morning of the twenty third. And then stick around after the Ashley Ashley Rooks GLBT Pride Parade. A lot going on. Use tcpride.org and you get all the information. I, I know, you know, kids, our Grease sing-along is the opening night of the Jazz Fest in Mears Park. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when we're done doing our Grease sing-along, we can we just can go pop over on and over to Mears, Mears Park. But that's that weekend that kicks off on the 20th. Yeah, very busy Summer weekend. is here. There is fun stuff happening every night. single weekend, night. It's just like it's it's exciting, and I'm trying to figure out how do we slow it all down. Uh, you, oh. you can't. How I do can't we believe slow it was it June, June, June 1st on, on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I, I really, that was a weird. Yeah. But okay. we're here. Okay, so it's, I just am going to call it that it's Keanu's world, Keanu Reeves' world, and we're all just living in it right now. Just oh, He's everywhere. Julia, I mean, it just couldn't be more lovely. I mean, John Wick 3, great movie. He's in the, the rom-com. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I say it was called? Along Comes Maybe? That's what uh, I think it is, okay. the Ali Wong. Yeah. Along co- Always Be Maybe. You'll always be my maybe. Oh, look at uh, the different things. <laughs> I have always, always be you'll maybe. Always be my maybe. Yes, always no. be my maybe. There we go. Okay, so he's got a little sm- small part in that. Okay, okay, so it's just and he's yes. on the cover of GQ and he's just giving, he, you know, told us he's lonely and he hopes he finds his person, but he gives us so much realness. Admits the crush on Sandra Bullock. He's just been everywhere and it's made us so happy. And here's the story. Because he's been, if you think of The Matrix, that was a huge franchise thing for him. John Wick has been a great franchise thing for him. We're getting Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which a lot of people are excited about. He has never done a superhero comic book movie for Marvel or DC Comics. Oh, don't tell me. Well, it seems like a strange omission to his resume, given that, you know, what the the movie star that he is, yes. but yet this low-key movie star, and the only one who has not disappointed us. Well, this is true. At least for someone, yeah, you know. behavior, you mean. 
Yeah, for being that age, you know, being in his 50s and stuff. So anyway, uh, I would never want to see him wear a cape or anything like that, but I could see him being a villain or something else. Well, guess what? He might get a chance to do that with Marvel. Because this is what we well, live listen. for. Well, they, the only reason I'm excited about this is I love the idea of Keanu Reeves and Angelina Jolie doing a movie together. They would be so suited each for each other on and off screen. They It seems like on screen they both always have chemistry with their co-stars and they would look great together. Off screen, I feel like they would get each I other. I don't want him and to be I want with them her. to no, become a no, couple. No, Lori, don't be so mean. Happen. Oh, that is not mean, Julia. <laughs> that is just good wishes. Anyway, no. here's the story. So Angelina was the central casting choice for the Eternals. Marvel is putting the cast together around Angelina. It's reported that Richard Madden from Bodyguard on Netflix yes. and also Rocket Man, he plays Elton John's manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now Keanu is in the running. And I don't want him her to get her paws oh, on him. I do. I, I not do. their talents. I They're do. not even paws. Wow. Holly's in there. I know. Holly just waiting. I am really harsh. On the idea of Keanu being in the Eternals with Angelina Jolie. No. Yes. <laughs> no. It, this Good is Lord. the comic book movie, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you it's know, about a, a race of immortal beings. Mm-hmm. I feel like Keanu needs a part in the Marvel Cinematic I Universe. Do and and why does anyone? The There's do so it? many parts out there. That's how you get your money. That's just <laughs> another way. I don't think he'll sign a like a multi-picture thing, but I just I kind of can see him doing it because he hasn't done it. And I feel like those the chemistry of those two, and if they could have just a even if it was a hotel romance that we don't need to know about, I, I'm feeling he it. He doesn't have onset romances. He remains professional. That's what yeah. he said. Well, then there you go. He remains professional, but I also think the reason why he's so cool is he isn't part of a franchise. He is different. I don't think, I think you're minimalizing him by putting him in with just all the other Avenger people. He stole the show and always be my maybe on Netflix, by the way. I haven't seen it yet, it's but he's playing a mother con- Teresa. It has nothing to do with the Marvel version. universe. We are in the how do you say it? The Keanu Sans. The Keanu Apocalypse. No, the Keanu Sans. Yes. Did you see Val Kilmer's pictures? Oh. Well, cancer. I'm telling you, cancer. Like Be careful of throat cancer, people. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, the trailer we saw that we were like fanning ourselves over was uh, the Matt Damon Christian Bale. Never in a million years, I think I get excited about this movie, Ford versus Ferrari. It's a true story. True story. Based on when um, Henry Ford, whichever number he was, wanted to have a race car that could beat a Ferrari and be in the Monte Carlo. And he hooked up with a guy named something Shelby, hence the Shelby Mustang. And Matt Damon pl- plays the Shelby dude. Um, 1966. It looks, it looks so good. It looks so good. We posted that today. Oh, and Christian Bale. I mean, he, he looks great. He looks great. Matt Damon looks great. The yeah. Uh, no, just, I really want to see this movie. This, oh, it looks it so looks so good, good doesn't Ferrari, it? Yeah. And the story, I bet, is just so. I mean, it's a true story. Mm-hmm. We love oh, yeah. that. I mean, love a true story. And I just want you to know that Dean McDermott. Because we looked at the picture earlier of the 90210 ladies yeah. hanging out. Jenny Garth, mm-hmm. whose face is someone else's. Tori yeah. Spelling, whose face is another someone else's. Mm-hmm. 
He's defended his wife because trolls were criticizing Tori in her bikini photo. She looked great in her bikini photo. It was her face with all the plastic surgery that looked different. Julia, I don't consider a bikini a bathing suit that comes up right under your breast. Okay, that's a oh, spank that girdle. I call those girdle pants. Those are, that's a girdle. That's not it's a, a bikini. It's a bottom. It's a real strong bottom because it oh. came up under her. And I like a retro 40 suit that's like a high cut, a little bit over your belly button. But when it comes up over your rib cage, that's called a Spanx or a girdle or something like that. That's not a bikini. It's not. Okay. Okay. But yes. I really didn't Understood. care about anything, but what their faces look like. Yeah. But I was like, what is she doing wearing you that did. as a swimsuit? It it was you know they weren't swimming. No, well, really, I mean, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Captain. And Danny, and it wasn't made out of red, white, and blue. It wasn't made out of denim material. Either, yeah. Denim, denim. Yeah. <laughs> Would you call Jenny Garth's a bikini? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Remember what a crab she was to us. Yeah. That person has no personality. She's yeah. flatter than a flat, flat Stanley that's traveled around the world. Yeah, true. I that. mean, sir, yes. <laughs> Bore me. I hope she doesn't cry get a me podcast. A oh, Stick please. to acting. She can't. She would no. have to have a script. How about uh, that? The uh, Radley Cooper, uh, his PR team has uh, given the okay to go ahead and let Page Six know the relationship is hanging by a thread, which I take to mean Arena has already moved out and set up a home somewhere else, and I also take it to mean that um, it's just going to be a. It's just they're going to be broken up. The fact that they're saying the relationship is hanging by a thread, it's already over, mm-hmm. is what that means. Somebody I can't believe you out. will admit it in this, in this instant, but you wouldn't admit it with Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale. Well, you know what? I thought that young buck, older woman, hot love thing would have lasted a little bit longer. Than a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Arena Shake is 33, Bradley Cooper's 44. Um, he is. They haven't been happy for a long time. No, they haven't. They've been miserable. They, God, they miserable. wanted they to break up. Baby. They wanted to break up last fall, but they couldn't because Starsborn wasn't coming out. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Anyway. But that baby is darling. Yeah. And she went to the Met Gala solo, and yeah. he told Howard Stern when he was on Howard What'd Stern. What did he say? He said, I just don't talk about certain things, meaning his romance. That's because he's had a very interesting love life. Who wouldn't want to ask him what happened between you and, and Z- Renee Zellweger and what and Jennifer, Jennifer Esposito? Esposito. Yeah. They were married five months yeah. and then mm-hmm. divorced under fraud. It's like who doesn't want to ask Kenny Chesney and Renee Zellweger? I about still that? want to know about that. What is fraud in a marriage? Well, in California, you have to, to have, have cause, and so fraud could be just better than a reconcile of differences. Because maybe- that's not a reason. Yeah, they won't give you that. That's not a reason as an option. Anyway, oh. so she's moved out. I don't know if she's in Malibu. They're probably living somewhere where they can be close to the kids. Yep. I also think it's always going to be difficult to make your relationship work when you're a man in your forties and you insist. Yeah, that your mother lives with you. Well, he has like a mother apartment, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know the yeah, carriage house. A little awkward. I know. Yeah. But well, Tom Cruise did it. I well, and where what yeah. where it happened to his mom? <laughs> yep. Remember, no one knew where Mary. No Ann one was. apparently yeah. in St. Petersburg, where the cruise, you know, the Scientology mecca is now. Florida. Yeah, we don't hear any links leaks from that area. Oh yeah. well, they've bought all they the bought buildings. All they've, of it. Yeah, they've bought everything. Yeah. Is, is he still pining for Lady Gaga? 
Bradley Cooper, no, no, no. they okay. never, just no. they just had great. He likes younger no. models. He's had a kind of a variety of blondes, uh, of brunettes, blondes. Jennifer Esposito. How would you feel about him and Angelina just having oh, hotel sex? Why? <laughs> Why She's don't determined. you? Why I'm don't determined. you pick? Why doesn't Steven Tyler and Angelina Jolie have hotel sex? <laughs> she'd scare Steven Tyler. I think she'd scare Bradley Cooper, but in a good way. <laughs> in a way, Bradley <laughs> needs think, to be. I think scared. most men would be afraid of her in a good way, and they'd be lining up. I, I'd be scared I don't of her think in a good so. way. I'd line up. Well, of course you would. You yeah. always would. Yeah, I know. Can I bring my husband, Angelina? Mm. <laughs> Keanu would not be afraid of her. No, he wouldn't. No. Oh, but oh. I don't think he would put up with her either. <laughs> oh no, they would just—they're just having hotel sex. But he doesn't renting do a it. bungalow at the Beverly Hills Hotel after the filming is over. <laughs> Angelina can be the bridge for Bradley <laughs> and Arena. I don't want them getting together with Emily Ratajkowski, even though she's okay. married. Okay, but that is that is the ultimate funny. <laughs> the the naked model on Daily Mail every day. No one gets more more anything. I'm going to find out Bradley Cooper's past girlfriends. Oh, he he's really, had a real interesting love yeah. life. Yeah. All right. Listen, we and we have a real good Monday dirt alert. We're keeping Holly. We're waiting for her. That's up next. This is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Holly, we're, we're here. All we're right. ready for our dirt okay. this Monday afternoon. Well, Julia was just reading the story, and she couldn't believe it that, yes, there is a movie based on the Magic 8-Ball in development because, I mean, we already had a Ouija board movie. It's going to be serious. It's I knew be people scary. whose parents wouldn't let them have the Magic 8-Ball or a Ouija board. I knew the Ouija, no. board. Ouija board. we never had. We yeah. did. I we, didn't know anyone who even had one. We did. Well, of course you did. <laughs> I know it. Young parents. So Young parents. I know. You know, they're hipper. Yeah. All right. Well, let's shake the Magic 8 ball in the studio to see okay. if this movie's going right. to be a hit. Here Do we go. It. Okay. Outlook good. Oh. oh. You know, those teens need to have movies to be scared by in the fall so you can make out with people in the back of the movie theater. Yeah. Did people go see Ma this weekend or uh, Godzilla? Was anything well, happening? Everybody at the box? went to see Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it underperformed, though, if they wanted more money because. Probably cost a lot of money to me. Yeah, they made $50 million in their mm-hmm. debut at the box office, which was a little below projection, just a couple of million yeah, below that. Yeah, how about Ma? Did people go? Ma, people did. $18 million, and that's good, being made by the same people who are going to make the Magic 8-Ball movie, okay. Bloomhouse oh, and Universal. Really? So we have that to oh my gosh, to. I hope it isn't scary. It oh. is going to be scary. Magic 8-Ball is? Yeah, that's, that's what I just said. It's going to be scary. scary. Like the Ouija board movie. Oh. Things will happen. Things oh, start coming ish. true. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's funny. not going to be a happy, you know, like a little pony story. Oh, well, then I'm not going. No, you know? uh, yes. I just tweeted it out. If I was movie. excited. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. <laughs> oh, no, Julia. It's like a movie about a, a, a doll is never going to be... You know, lighthearted usually. All right, fine. No, this is going to be scary. And as long as you got horny teens who want to make out in the back of the movie theater, you're going to have scary movies yep, like yep. Magic Eight Ball. Well, Lori's a horny teenager right. who just loves to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we uh, go. Jay Z is the first hip hop billionaire, according to Forbes magazine this afternoon. They're saying that uh, his fortune has accumulated to a conservative total of $1 billion, making him only one of a handful of entertainers to become a billionaire. So here are some of his assets, a $70 million stake in Uber, his ownership of the streaming service title. He has a $70 million art collection. He owns Rock Nation Sports Management, also has $50 million in assorted real estate holdings. And of course, he has his music catalog. Get out of Uber. That's what I'd tell him. Get out of Uber. Get out of Uber. I really would. Just went public. That's where he got all this cash yeah. from. Yeah. yeah. Now I'd it's time. It. Sell, sell, sell. sell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, by the way, is worth an estimated $355 million herself. Now, some people Whoa. may say... I wonder they take such nice vacation. No oh. kidding. I would be taking a yacht to yeah. the Amalfi Coast to every year yeah. if I had that much oh money like Beyonce and Jay-Z do. Now, back in 2014, Dr. Dre claimed he was for hip-hop's first billionaire after he sold Beats music to Apple, but uh, apparently when he sold his beats after taxes, it was just below a billion dollars. I know, I know. All right, some royal action happening over in London this evening. State dinner is happening between the UK and the United States, and Kate Middleton looks lovely in Alexander McQueen, and she is wearing her go-to lover's knot tiara, paired with the Queen Mother's sapphire and diamond fringe earrings. She is wearing them and hanging out with Prince William and all the assorted royals and heads of state. Yes, and President Trump and Melania and Twitter has been funny in the fashion and the memes. Yes. Camilla winked at her security people as she was leaving with Trump, like, wish me luck. Wink, wink, wink. (laughs) Nudge, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Yes, you can see all of the action unfold on social media. If you're going to follow it anywhere, follow it on Twitter. They got the jokes. Yes. Uh, We're already talking Oscars. The Governor's Awards have announced the recipients this year. Now, the Governor Awards, the honorary Oscars. Remember, they moved those away from the telecast and to a separate ceremony that happens later in the year. This year's recipients include Gina Davis, David Lynch, actor Wes Studi, and director Lena Wertmuller. So what the heck are they getting them for? Well, it's like the Gene Hershout's award, like Angelina got that. That's like a humanitarian. Okay. What's Gina Davis getting it for? Uh, She is getting it for her work. Oh, the women, the women stuff. That's right. Gina Davis, not only did she win an Oscar for the Accidental Tourist back in the 80s for her acting, but Gina Davis is the founder and chair of the Gina Davis Institute on Gender in Media, which is her nonprofit that pushes companies to create a wire variety of female characters in programming and movie mm-hmm. movies she started children. this a long time ago before yes, it was before did. me too before everything Showing, she really did yeah, yeah. yeah good. good for her yeah she's super passionate and about why, that how about project. lena wordman didn't she make all the nazi propaganda films no Am that's getting, lenny Re- oh, oh what okay <laughs> she is no longer in this realm okay, no this right. woman she became the first woman to receive an oscar nomination for directing back in 1976 okay. that film seven beauties and to this day only five women 
have been nominated for the Oscar for Best Directing, one woman winning the prize. That was Catherine Bigelow. Bigelow. Yes, for Hurt Locker. Her locker. Oh, Boy, that That is was such a good movie, but that is a bad number. Unbelievably mm-hmm. bad. That is unbelievably bad. And remember, Barbara Streisand has been yeah. nominated, one of the yes. five women, for Best mm-hmm. Director. So we have that to look forward to. The Governor's Awards will be happening October 27th. They are not televised, but usually we'll get a nice clip reel yeah. during the Oscars. And Charlize Theron is going to be honored at the American Cinematheque Awards on November 8th. This uh, award usually goes to somebody big in the movie industry. A major Hollywood prize, the Hollywood Reporter says, that goes out to an A-lister every year. Previous recipients include Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, Tom Cruise, Whoa. Jodie Foster, Denzel Washington, and Bradley Cooper. Wow. wow. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So that is good. She'll get that. Do you think Bradley is there? They basically have broken up and it just hasn't been official. Oh, yeah. I not... feel like they broke up probably sometime earlier this year, if not late last right year. Right after the Oscars. Yeah. And I feel like they walked the red carpet during award season to save face. It was part of your duty yeah. in your relationship. Bradley Cooper brought his mom to the Oscars, right? Yeah. And she yeah. walked the red carpet. No, and her. Yeah, yeah and her. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like, all right, we've already moved on and I want somebody who really supports me here while I'm at the Oscars, so I'm bringing my mom. They always seemed like an odd couple other than the hot initial sexual attraction. Then, oops, by the way, they had a baby. They had a baby. They, they didn't seem like a fit no. at all. No. I don't know why. And it's okay if their yeah. relationship is broken. Up. People move on from each other. Uh, the All in the Family Jefferson special that was on ABC on it May so 25th. Fun. It was so fun. And ABC is hearing your call because they are looking to make this into a circulation play franchise. That's what ABC is calling what the this. Heck? Okay. So that, they're going to look for other take TV, different shows? TV shows. So they're going to do it? Yes. They're going to take different TV shows. They're going to do this. They want to say. Mary Taylor Moore. Yes, that would be great. And they're going to make this into events, possibly into the next season. They don't know what they're going to do, but 22 people watched that live special since 22 it launched. million? Yeah, since oh. it aired, people wow. either live wow. or on demand. That's it was so great. It was. Yeah, I it think really that... Was. Uh, it was fun to peek back and think... What's changed and what hasn't. Hasn't changed, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of these in the near future. And I hope that uh, Mary Tyler Moore is one of those, because that would be super fun to do. Yeah, totally. Yes. All right, Holly, thank you so much. What's happening on the roads? Easy, middle, depending where you're going. I don't know. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. Yeah. It keeps coming up anyhow. Are we ready? Oh, well, <laughs> I think we are. I think we are ready. Okay. I'm very happy that this um, survey of 2,000 Americans was done because people need to be reminded of what are the turn-ons and the turn-offs <laughs> of, you know, the same sex and the opposite sex. Okay. Okay? Well, this is important. I mean, it is summer. It People is are summer. Going to want to get frisky. That's right. This Help is when it's all happening. All right. So uh, we wanted uh, the study. They wanted to figure out what are Americans' biggest turn ons and turn offs. Americans. Americans. Okay. And listen to this. This is very interesting. Seventy six percent of the people in the survey like their partner giving them a little verbal reassurance in bed, like just saying, "Oh, I like that. That right. feels good." Mm-hmm. So when in doubt, 
Give like a, you, yeah, yes. give a little verbal assurance. That's that's a surefire that's, winner. That's little. That's that, a, that yeah. takes nothing. Yeah, people like that. The the that is actually the second most appealing way to ramp up the mood. The number one turn on. Okay, is neck kisses. Mm-hmm. Coming up behind the neck, a mm-hmm. side of the neck. That is the number one. Yes, big erogenous zone. Big erogenous yeah, zone. People forget about People it. We forget, forget about, about it. the neck. Yep. The so, neck. The neck. Needs attention. That's right. And then just simply saying, I like that in bed is a very appealing way. Uh, nibbling, of course, on the ear mm-hmm. is a very good one. Um People also, even just the presence of sex toys uh, in the bed will turn on half of Americans. Just having them there. Just having them there. Having your partner undress you mm. is number three on the list. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you know, there's spanking, pulling hair, biting, what? role-playing, <laughs> being dominated, doing a strip tease, mm-hmm. dirty talk, being teased. But I thought I'd get to some of the real interesting information. For instance, yeah, and the split it, they split the results of the list by gender, which is where it kind of gets fascinating. So the well, most see, the most see. polarizing act, we'll refer to it as fifth base. Yes, fifty-two uh, mm-hmm. percent of uh, guys say it's a turn-on compared to just seventeen percent of women. Where's yeah? An incredible sixty percent of women actually consider it a complete turnoff. Mm-hmm. So just know that uh, you know fifth ba- base isn't isn't that popular, okay. at least with the heteros. <laughs> and also going downtown. Uh, um, what? Yeah, seventy six percent of guys say going downtown is a turn on, compared to only. 46% of women. Oh, ladies get with it. I know. And in fact, <laughs> one in four women reported that uh, going downtown is a major turn off for them. Uh, no bueno. Well, you know, it's, mm. there's lots of other things to do. Mm. There okay? are lots of other but, things but to but do. But remember, if you're going to spank somebody or pull someone's hair or ask bite first. or rough, yes, ask first. Mm-hmm. That's always a good idea. Might not go over well. Yeah. Like uh-huh. women like being teased more than guys do. And, and it was the only thing that women like more than men do. That they like teasing, mm-hmm. a little teasing. Oh, do you like that? You like when I do that? You know, mm-hmm. kind of that sort of thing mm-hmm. if I have to mm-hmm. give you a... I love it, Lori. If I have to give you exact... Example. If I have to spell it out and yeah. lay it out and that. give you the verbiage. <laughs> but who said being turned on has to be a sexual act? The survey found all kinds of non-sexual things that are turned on. For instance, just smelling good is the biggest non-sexual turn on. And we get that in studies and research that smelling good is just... I don't know how people can make a scent stay on their body, though. I can spray, I can bathe, I can shower, I can run through it, I can spray again and again and again, and it's gone in two minutes. Well... I mean, seriously, some people hold scents more... Like Sarah Jessica Parker would say you need to do use essential oils and do a blend of something. I mean, because some people just can't Maybe you just let your pheromones just shine through. They do. But I mean, you want to wear it, but I put it on and it's gone two minutes later. Yeah. Uh, Being affectionate is second 
to smelling good mm-hmm. for turn on, just being sense. affectionate to oh, somebody, yes, yes. filling up their love cup, as it were, <laughs> making somebody feel appreciated is the third non-sexual turn on yes. that you can do. Leaving a note, just telling yeah, someone what they totally mean. I'm always constantly telling like a couple people I know that are in the thick of things with kids. Right. Don't forget to be sweet to each other and say sweet things. Yes. Even if you're too tired to do it, you're not having time. You can't. And you're such a, and you know what? Saying sweet things to each other. Don't ever stop doing it. That cannot be um, under, we need, you know, all we need is love is as true today as it ever was when the Beatles wrote it. Oh, Lorraine. Thank you you very much. I do think people forget some of the basics. Well, you forget about like saying like you don't realize that if you make somebody feel appreciated and if you tell them that and then you're affectionate, the chances of then having sexier times together is going to you know increase and remember i told you last week just having a good sexual you know exchange of whatever whether it's a quickie or however it happens that that can last the glow is two days yes the feelings of good last for two days age 37 is the age that people are the kinkiest i would agree with that that's probably when really yeah well You know, people try things the younger they are. You're more flexible, you know, in some regards. I think that... Depends I, I, on where you are in exactly. your life. If you, It depends on, you if know... If you're in the thick of it. If I you think got married you young. Age, you lose inhibitions, and yes. I think you're more experiential. Ab- that's right. Is that a new word, experiential? Yeah, experiential. It was having an experience while you're doing essential oils. Ex- experiment. Mm-hmm. That's a good new word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Combination okay. of the two. Uh, being turned on. Americans say they're noticeably turned on three times every day. I don't know if that means tumescence for the man. Sure. Or turgidity. I love that you love to. Lori loves those words. The tease. Why don't we have that on Turgid, our shirt? tumescence. For sure. <laughs> what does it mean for the women? Tumescence and turgidity. Well, women. Just being wet. Yeah, exactly. Thank oh, you, Julia. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Straightforward. That's right. One in five. We're just feeling tingly. It happens even more than three times a day. It depends on your age. That's right. And just being tingly. Or... And it's not necessarily in the evening, uh, you know. People, as the average American saying, uh, skyrockets in flight, 2.46 p.m. Afternoon delight. I know. <laughs> okay. Find my baby uh, now, have. what is, uh, what else did we find off? Um, find out. Find out, yeah. How to get you off. No, no, no. Oh, okay. boy, listen to this. All okay, right. these are the things that are absolute turn-ons in bed for men and women. We need to just reiterate. Absolutes. Absolutes. Okay. Can't go wrong. Your partner tells you, I like that. This is a turn on for a guy. My partner going downtown. Love it. Undressing your partner. Love it. Yeah. Going downtown on your partner. Love it. And neck kisses. These are the five things you can't go wrong with guy. They're all good. For women. Okay. Number one, the neck kiss. The old neck nibbling. Your partner saying, I like that. Mm-hmm. Your partner undressing you mm-hmm. for women, your partner going downtown, and then you undressing your mm-hmm. partner. Um, 
And then, geez, you know what people absolutely hate? The turnoffs, long fingernails, being cheap, lack of confidence, being too handsy, too much PDA in public, being a bad driver, poor taste in shoes, calling you your pet name in public, um, wearing too much cologne, baby talk, insecurity, talking too much, not listening, (laughs) talking about exes, Poor hygiene, being mean, being rude. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We talked about flossing earlier today. Eating with your mouth open, oh. flirting openly with other people, uh, dressing poorly, the list goes on. The list goes There's on. There's so many things. Uh, being you, mean to their parents, being mean to being others. Being cheap. Being mean to a waitress. Being cheap. Being cheap. There's cheap. nothing worse. Yeah. Too There's much. nothing worse. Yeah. And then uh, poor taste in shoes. Oh, Lori, remember what mine used to be? Teeth and shoes. Teeth yeah. and shoes. Yeah. And then um, playing with your hair. You know, that's always a turn on. A non-sexual turn on. For women. Active listening. Your dad always knew that. Oh, he always said dad. the secret to his way with women is he was an yeah, active listener. So he said, true. I listen. Yeah. I said, is that because you can't hear her? Well, that <laughs> no, helps. Yep. Being generous is a turn on. Mm-hmm. Besides smelling good, being affectionate, and dressing nice, confidence, active listening. I already said that. And being taller than me is a turn on. Okay. Mm. For some. I'm glad I could yeah. give a refresher. I, I think that really <laughs> people needed that course. Wait, people were taking summers off, That's thinking right. they learned everything through the school year, but that one... We've got a few was things. Important. I think it's always good to be reminded, and it's so we easy. They're simple little things. They are. Okay, listen, we come back. We uh, will be going over our favorite headlines and some other headlines of the day. Good music, people, for this lovely Monday evening. I Get outside and enjoy it. Uh, by the way, yes. uh, really, we kind of forgot to do a favorite headline. Basically, it's Keanu Reeves' world, and we're all living in it. You know, okay. that kind of may be my favorite. Just, my favorite everything thing. is Keanu. Oh, it's just Keanu, Keanu, Keanu. By the way, this Josephine Baker was born oh. on this day way long ago. Oh. Lori, she would have been, I don't know how long. Who? Who was 
the guy yeah. who we went to his restaurant, yeah. Josephine's in New Josephine's. York. Josephine's, yeah. Don't you remember that? Sure. And he was on a show, but there was... And he was like one of her n- grandchildren. No, he was one of her rainbow children. She that was adopted it. like, I don't know. That was it. Yeah, he was French, wasn't he? Yes. 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 And the restaurant Josephine's, I don't know if it's still, still open, open in, in New, New York, York City. Yeah. I don't know either. But I think she must have, she would have be like in her 90s if she was still around. I loved looking at the pictures. Though, yeah. Because she, she really had a look. She had a style. She did. And speaking of style, if you want to check out... Um, you had talked about this, I think, on Friday about Ikea saying making yeah. the friend's iconic living room. It'll mm-hmm. probably take you 10 years to assemble, oh. but Donnie's posted it <laughs> for you. And uh, Katy Perry's uh, video. video, Never Really Over, is posted. And then the trailer for the movie we all watched, the trailer looks great, Ford versus Ferrari. Right. Christian Bale, Matt Damon, true story. Oh, it just looks so good. So good. Did you ever see that movie, American Gangster, the one with uh, Denzel Washington? Yeah, good movie. Did yeah. you see, no, remember that movie? No, because I remember someone said it was terrible, like you. What? Mm-hmm. Came out in the 90s, didn't it? I no, it was, good. It was 2007. Oh, he, he played I... the drug lord, Frank Lucas. He was a true, true, real guy. Denzel Washington played him. He died. He was 88. He was... Was this a Scorsese film? No, no. I, re- I feel like I remember. I feel like someone saw this and said you wouldn't like it. Mm. Well, which is probably true with a lot of things. Yeah, he was the drug kingpin who was like he used he smuggled opium basically in the coffins of dead soldiers coming back from Hanoi. Oh, is how he got the drugs Serious? into the U.S. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. And. uh Anyway, um, so yeah, Denzel Washington played in uh, played him in the movie, and I, I vaguely only remember that movie, but I feel like it was a guy movie. I think, yeah, I would disagree with that. Yeah, I, I, I liked it, but more of a guy movie. For yeah, sure. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep is talking and doing Just a cast with the big little eyes. I absolutely hate what she yep. had to say, so, so I'm not even. Gonna... Here, let's talk about Jane Fonda. Though <laughs> I know, it. let's up. talk about Jane Fonda. So Jane Fonda. Opened up to the Hollywood Reporter uh, in a roundtable. This was the one where Tiffany Haddish said that she, how she would find out what casting agents would say about her is she would turn her phone on audio record, leave, and then say, oh, I forgot my purse. And that's how she would find out what they were saying about her in auditions. You never this, told me that. This, oh was, this was in the same roundtable. It was Jane Fonda, Tiffany Haddish, and they were really getting raw and real about... Um, about everything and just about getting cast and what people say about you and how you find out. And Tiffany was said, I know how they find out because that used to be my trick. I'd say, wow. oh, I left my bag and then I would hear what they'd say about me. So I would know if I was going to get the part or not. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Jane Fonda um, was talking about our culture. You know, she's in Grace and Frankie. Right. The our book cu- club. Yes, and our culture doesn't like people with wrinkles to be talking about sex. It's so true. Kids don't like it either. They don't like to think about their parents doing it. But the fastest growing demo in the world are older women, and a lot of them are doing it pleasurably. And she said she made a promise to herself in her 40s that before she dies, she wants to be part of a giving a of giving a cultural face to older women. Yeah, well, she's doing that with Grace and Frankie. But it's it's kind of hard when she's an admitted plastic surgeonist, enthusiastic, yeah. Yeah. enthusiastic, she said three facelifts, and she didn't like wrinkles. Well, 
It's well, kind of hard. I don't to, think dis- that discounts what she says. I, I agree, but don't. But she also said she doesn't want to have sex anymore, and she's eighty. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, I think the storyline on Grace and Frankie, I think that there's a lot of women who, you know, they outlive their husbands or their partners. They're in their 60s and 70s and think, what am I going to do? But they're having fun. Yes. I I think that that's that's it more than anything. Because I bet they hear that from so many people because they're having a blast. On that show. On that that show. And also, you know, I mean, I just know my mom has been a widow for 10 years. Years it's now, been ten years. It's been ready. ten years, and even though she, you know, misses her husband or whatever, she, I think, all of her friends, they're all widows, and even though they like their, you know, partners to still be with them, she is having fun. Now I don't know if she's ready for me to buy her a vibrator or anything like that. She might already own one. I please, Lori, please, <laughs> Muti, strike that, strike that from the audio today. Oh, yeah, Lori yes. went off script, Muti. Yeah, she was not supposed dangerous. to say that. I took her diaphragms in sixth grade because I thought they were falsies. You know, well, you know, we go way back. Yeah. We, <laughs> we go way, way back. Yeah. I know. Is, is anyone watching The Bachelorette? No. no. Do you know anyone who even is? Well, I'm sure Bachelor Nation is, but I, uh, I, I have no desire to watch it. Uh, Marley's gone, so yes. we don't have anyone to talk about it. I just thought, I don't feel like watching it. I'll wait for Love Island or whatever the heck. Uh, Paradise. Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. Thank the, you. Between the three of us, we can put things That's together. That's right. Uh, you know, it works. Slowly, By the way, slowly. Uh, Shea Josephine's still open. It, it is. is. Yeah, right there on 42nd Street. Don't you remember when we went the, there and had that three-course meal when we took people was, to New York all the time? It was lovely. That's, a, that's, that's an iconic place, people. Oh, lovely. And Thanks by, for finding that out, Donnie. By the way, Bernie Toppin just wanted to let us know the only song of Elton's that he wrote that he didn't like was Don't Go Breaking My Heart uh, with, with Kiki, Kiki. Yeah. Hmm. He said, but I don't care. Elton always knows what's better in the song, so I just wrote the lyrics and went along. I like knowing that. That's a good thing to know. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.